Hello, I'm Kim and welcome to Chamomile Cafe. We have actually got chamomile tea on the menu this evening. It is 10 to 8, so I am having it just to settle down a bit, lean into that relaxation. Now is not the time for a pick-me-up. And chamomile tea has got a little feature in this podcast episode, so stay tuned for that. And this episode is about how to recover from a binge. So this is not how to stop binge eating, okay? That is its own episode. I am dedicating an entire podcast episode to that subject. Now, stopping binge eating is a process and it's a journey and it takes time, okay? It's not an overnight thing. It is not not something you can fix overnight, unfortunately. I really, really wish that you can just say, I'm not never going to binge ever again. This is it. And that's the reality. But unfortunately, that is not the reality. And it takes time and work. Mental work, especially. Um, But part of that is realising that there is a chance, especially if you're in the very beginning of your journey of trying to stop binge eating, there is a chance that you will binge again. And that's the reality of it. And being able to accept that is powerful because you're not in denial. And knowing the steps to take after a binge is very empowering because it means that even if you have done this thing where you feel like you're out of control, then you can take action steps towards your health and towards feeling better within yourself and recovering from that binge. Because it does take a toll on your body and your mind and... Going through binge eating is something that I have a lot of experience with. It started when I was about 15. Okay, so I have been on this journey for a long time. And I have learned the steps to take after a binge, which are healthy. So the steps I'm telling you, it's not part of the binge restrict cycle, which we all know and don't love. (laughs) So the first thing I want you to ask yourself, and I'm going to go into this deeper in my How to Stop Binging podcast episode, but I want you to ask yourself, what is making you binge? Because binge eating is almost never about food, okay? And I am not talking about the times when you overindulge. Overindulging is different to binging because we've all had times where the food is just so good that we just need to keep eating until that point where we are uncomfortably full and that is okay to do once in a while and that is not a binge okay binging is when you completely go out of control with food and you cannot stop yourself and you are full to the point where you are extremely uncomfortable you're about to pop and even at times eating so much that you have been physically sick. Not that you have made yourself sick, that might be part of your binge restrict cycle and binge restrict journey that you've been on, but I mean the fact that you have filled your belly so much that your body rejects it. I have certainly been there, so I understand, okay? And that is what a binge is, really. And there there have been times where I have known that I 
I'm going to binge. And I, I have planned a binge. Before I have even taken that first bite of food, I have gone to the shop and bought all of the supplies that I need for a binge. I have also been in the situation where I try so hard not to binge and I tell myself I'm not going to do it, I can stop myself and I've binged anyway. So binging is a coping mechanism. It's filling a hole in us, it's filling a void physically, I guess, but also it's it's filling an emotional void. You know, it's not healthy behavior, it's not something that somebody does when they're completely happy in their life and feeling mentally stable and it's often the thing that we turn to to cope with other things in our life or in our mind, things that we don't feel we can handle so this is what we turn to for pleasure and satisfaction because food does stimulate the release of dopamine and serotonin and these feel-good chemicals and that's why we do it and after the binge, no we won't feel happy, often we don't feel good about ourselves and I am going to talk about how to how to deal with those emotions as well but just think about what is making you binge, what in your life is causing you to turn to food to be able to cope, this, this sense of comfort and often binging is the source of a lot of these emotions so I'm, I'm going to dive deeper into that in another episode but it's just something to think about because it is part of the healing journey you know, recognising that it's not about food, for the most part. It is to cope with whatever it is that is plaguing our minds or our lives. Alright, so the first step that I would say, you know, apart from that one, but the first step to recover from a binge when it has happened in the moment is to forgive yourself and move forward. Be kind to yourself because we are already harsh enough on ourselves and look at where that has gotten us. When you say these things to and about yourself, when you have had a binge, that just makes you feel worse. You know, to say, look, I'm, I'm worthless. I can't do the things that I say I'm going to do. I have no self-control. I'm ashamed of myself for this. You know, I'm disgusting. These things that we tell ourselves, they're not helpful and they're not productive. And often, when we lean into these thoughts, and feelings and ideas that we have about ourselves, it makes us feel worse and it makes us feel terrible about ourselves. And do you know what that makes us do? Binge, because that's our source of comfort. It's also our source of pain, but it's our source of comfort. So stop with the negative self-talk, it doesn't help. And you're not a bad person for binging, okay? I think the most important trait in a person is kindness and warmth. Binging and eating food, eating too much food, does not make you a bad person. It does not take away any of your positive traits. You know, this is just something you're struggling with and have compassion for yourself. It is a really extremely difficult struggle to have because with things like alcohol and drugs, these are things that you can cut out full stop and completely, okay? Even cigarettes, you know, gambling, sex even, if you have sex addiction or if you use sex to cope, all of these things, you can just completely cut it out. But food is especially difficult because you have to eat to survive. 
you have to eat to live. And even if you cut out all of these foods that you binge on, that's not healthy because we do need balance. And you know what happens when you restrict? I know you know. You will binge, binge again and probably more quickly, absolutely more quickly than if you didn't restrict and restrict cravings. So move forward, move past it. It has already happened. You have already done it. You can't undo what has been done. So take these next action steps, forgive yourself and just move forward. That is the best thing you can do for yourself. The next thing is water. Okay, you need to keep yourself hydrated because, I mean, I have been known to binge on vegetables. I think a lot of us are able to binge on anything and everything. But more likely than not, we have binged on very fatty foods, foods that are very full of sugar and salt. And salt especially, that is going to make you retain a lot of water. It's going to give you a lot of water retention and bloating and puffiness. But also, just these foods in general, they make you feel heavy. And I don't mean heavy as in your body is heavy or you're overweight or anything like that. I just mean, you know, that really heavy feeling where you're low energy and it's a struggle to move. You need to hydrate yourself after that. And you might be too full to even drink. Okay, I understand that. But when you can drink, do drink. Drink water. It will keep you hydrated. You need that after you've eaten so much of these unhealthy foods. And water at the is good for you at the best of times. Never mind a time where you have put a lot of things in your body where your body is not extremely happy with it. And water can it really helps with the digestion process as well. And we do need to to support our digestion because eating that much food does put a damper on our digestion and it's difficult and we need to help that. And if you don't like water, have tea and tea is amazing. Herbal teas. I'm not talking about black tea. That's got tannins, so that is drying. That is not likely to be helpful. But we need the digestive teas and the hydrating teas. So I have a few examples. So peppermint tea. We've all heard about peppermint tea for digestion and digestive purposes. It is really good for that and it can shift that bloating and that heavy feeling and peppermint tea is also quite a light taste. Mint is also, it, well when I've had mint anyway, it puts me off from having food a little bit and I'm not saying this is a restriction tip, I'm not an advocate of restriction, okay? This is often how we get into these situations in the first place, in the binge restrict cycle anyway. So peppermint's really good, chamomile as well. Chamomile is extremely good for digestion and inflammation, especially if you have breakouts after you have had a binge or eaten a lot of these heavy foods. And most, pretty much all plants, not all of them, but a lot of herbs, medicinal herbs and tonics, they're anti-inflammatory. So this applies to all of the herbs I'm about to mention. So chamomile is really good for that inflammation as well especially if um, if you have breakouts after or if it flares up any kind of skin conditions 
again, ginger is very anti-inflammatory and again, very good for digestion and bloating and it's warming so it can be quite soothing and a little bit stimulating to the digestive system but not generally in too much of a heavy way and it's it's not quite as heating as chilli or cayenne so ginger is a really good one and dandelion so dandelion's a cooling one but it is a liver support herb and again if we've eaten a lot of inflammatory foods during a binge the liver is going to take a hit and we need to support the liver and dandelion is really good for that and dandelion is also very grounding energetically so it can take us out of our head and back into our body when we are thinking those negative thoughts that we can think about ourselves and the last one that I want to mention is oh my god I've forgotten the common name marshmallow root wow I I just remembered the botanical name then Althea but um dandelion root so dandelion leaf is great for the respiratory system dandelion root for digestion so this is actually best infused in cold water but you can you can do it in hot water it, it doesn't matter too much but most of the soothing mucilaginous properties come out in cold water so that's just something to think about but this puts a coat on the digestive tract so if you have eaten a whole bag of flaming hot cheetos you're gonna feel that quite possibly so Althea, sorry i'm gonna say Althea. i keep saying Althea. dandelion root is really good at that it's very very soothing and it also helps with the lubrication of the joints so if you get inflammation of the joints after you eat these inflammatory foods it's really good for that as well oh and i want to say about chamomile it is good for sleep as well and relaxation and also anxiety so we can also get anxious after a binge because you know of the obvious but it's good for sleep as well so if you are struggling to sleep following a binge chamomile is really good for that and okay so we have drinks out the way that is probably the most important when you have had a binge you know keep that hydration up and put those medicinal herbs in your body it is really helpful don't underestimate the power of herbs even something simple like peppermint or chamomile tea it can make the world of a difference now i've mentioned it before i'm going to mention it again do not restrict we do not want to be in that binge restrict cycle because even if i mean let's just take any of the emotional reasons out of the equation so let's say you're not using binging as a coping mechanism let's say it's purely a food addiction and it's purely food based if you restrict your calories your body is going to go crazy your body and brain are going to go crazy thinking where's the food and it's going to panic and go into like that starvation mode and you are going to look for the most dense sources of calories because that was so beneficial for us when we were living in prehistoric times because we needed those resources because we didn't have convenience stores and supermarkets where all, 
delivery services where we could buy whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted. And these foods are unnatural, they don't exist in nature anyway. But that is what your brain is going to go to. So when you restrict, that is, you become a little bit tunnel visioned. When you're that hungry, you don't want a celery stick. You don't want just an apple. You need something more substantial. So don't restrict. Okay, I'm going to keep saying it. I really want you to take that away with you and understand that restriction is not the answer. I don't care how many calories you've eaten. You don't need to play catch up. The most important thing you can do is after you have slept it off or digested some of that food because I'm not going to say okay you've just binged now eat a healthy meal no just let it sit for a while again keep your hydration up and then when you're starting to feel hungry again eat a healthy nourishing filling meal okay and when I say filling I don't mean like binge filling I mean that sense of satisfaction don't leave yourself hungry and I think cooking a healthy meal rather than just buying a healthy meal is really actually quite beneficial to the process because when we see what we're doing we're getting really involved and really putting our best foot forward and getting involved in our health and really being hands-on we do recognize that we recognize when we're making these positive changes now if you don't have the energy or the capacity to cook buy something that's pre-made that is pretty healthy because you don't want to go back to the same foods that you've been binging on because it isn't good for you and it's not going to make you feel nourished it doesn't give you that same satisfaction so eat a meal that is high in fiber and protein so your complex carbohydrates but also you know with your proteins beans and lentils are high in protein and fiber and the combination of fiber and protein will make you feel satisfied carbohydrates which you know like I said fiber comes in the form of carbohydrates particularly um, when I talk about being filling complex carbohydrates potatoes are the most satisfying food per calorie that you can get and it's very hard to overeat on potatoes as well and I don't mean processed potatoes like fries I mean like a baked potato steamed potato uh, especially with the skin on, the skin is good for you. Don't take the skins off of your vegetables, that's the best. So eat something that makes you feel good and it can give you a real sense of accomplishment when you have cooked a healthy meal and when you feel nourished by it. Sometimes that is exactly what we need. Like, have you ever been eating a lot of uh, convenience food and junk food, takeaways, and then you finally sit down and cook that healthy meal? It is satisfying in a way that junk food is not. And use your culinary herbs, so your medicinal herbs that you have in the kitchen, in your meal. So all of your herbs, you know, like your fresh herbs or even dried herbs and spices, they are pretty much all medicinal. And food is medicine, medicine is food. Don't forget that. Do not underestimate the power of a healthy, nourishing, filling meal. It will make the world of a difference. And I know guilt comes into it when we eat in general, or it can. Guilt can definitely come into it. So when you can see that you're using healthy ingredients, 
and you feel good after a meal, you don't have that sense of guilt and I'm not saying you should feel guilty after anything. Remember we spoke about this, you don't need to feel these things. What are you feeling guilt for? You haven't hurt anybody. I mean, you might argue that you've hurt yourself, but you didn't do that intentionally. You tried to make yourself feel better and you can't be angry at yourself for that. Let go of that feeling of guilt. But that feeling of guilt, it doesn't creep up quite in the same way when we eat a healthy meal. And forget about the calories, okay? When you're eating healthy, nourishing food, you don't need to count calories. So part of the binge restrict cycle, I'm aware, is exercise. Okay, so we overeat and then we undereat and overexercise. Again, don't do that. It's not healthy and it doesn't set you up for success. It does not set you up to be in a positive place where you're not going to binge again. So do light exercise. Movement is healthy and it's helpful and it makes you feel good. At the very least, get some fresh air. Crack a window open. If you've got takeaway boxes in your room and snack packets everywhere, your room's not going to feel fresh. Just open the window at the very least. I'm aware you might feel too full to even go for a walk or even stretch, but try to open a window at the very least. Just get some fresh air. And yoga can be so, so good for after a binge. So I would suggest going on YouTube and searching yoga for digestion. And Yoga with Adrian has a yoga, has a yoga practice for when you overeat around the holidays or when you overindulge. Um, one of them is a little too stimulating for me for when, you know, the times where I have overeaten a little bit, but one of them is extremely gentle and it's around the holiday time and that one is so good. I will link it in the show notes. Do your movement, do your healthy, light movement. You don't need to overdo it because I know, like, when you feel heavy, you don't need to do that intense exercise and you're possibly going to feel sick as well if you're doing something really intense and I know that when you are in a place of binging and restricting there is a temptation to step on the scale don't do it because yes the scale will have gone up possibly significantly from the last time that you stepped on it and do you know why that is? it isn't because you've gained two kilos of fat that is absolutely not it. It's because, one, you are full of food. That food is still in your system and that is being weighed on the scale as well. But also, if you've eaten a lot of salt, you're going to have a lot of water retention. So the scale will also pick up water. All the water that's not just in your um, digestive system, but the water that's now in your tissues. Because your body does hold on to it when you have more salt. So don't step on the scale because it could be very disheartening and honestly I think a lot of us just need to get rid of the scale completely. For many many people the scale is not useful, it's not helpful, it just it makes us obsessive often, some of us anyway, it can make us very obsessive to the point where you're weighing yourself multiple times a day, if it goes up slightly you wonder what you've done wrong. And then if it goes up, if you see that number on the scale, that is a trigger to restrict and over-exercise, or one or the other. You don't need to do that. You know, when my scale broke, 
I stopped becoming so obsessive about food. And I do think most of us need to just put the scale away, especially if you are a healthy weight. The scale is not very telling because I would suggest searching these pictures, or maybe you've seen them before, of the same person at the same weight, but their body looks completely different because of the composition of their body between fat and muscle. So the scale does not mean what you think it does. And often when people have lost fat and they've gained muscle, they become heavier and that number goes up on the scale. Now I'm not saying that's what's going to happen when you binge, but I'm just saying the scale is not accurate at telling you your health or how much fat you have or how much weight you've gained. It, it's not that accurate. It's like BMI. It can be a good tool and a good barometer, but it's not very accurate, especially for what I'm sure you are looking for in the scale after a binge. Okay, so forget about it. Now after a binge, we also, well in my experience, I don't feel the freshest. Okay, you don't feel the best about yourself. Again, it's that heaviness, you might get skin breakouts, you don't feel the best about yourself. So at the very least, have a shower and brush your teeth. Even if you just feel, regardless of a binge, whether you've had a binge or not, if you're not feeling good and you've had a crap day and you're not feeling your healthiest, you're not feeling your best, you're not feeling your sexiest, if you have a shower and brush your teeth, you instantly feel better. Now, I have had times when I have been so full from a binge that I couldn't even roll over. Never mind, get up and brush my teeth. There's been many times where that has just not been a possibility for me. So I get it. So when you wake up, brush your teeth and have a shower because you are going to be sweating out all that stuff that you've eaten as well. You just need to feel fresh and good about yourself. It's, it's the little things that often really propels forward and can get the ball rolling. So just do the basics and sleep if you haven't already. Sleep the binge off. Now I know a lot of us have probably gone into a food coma so we don't need to be told this but after you've slept you do feel better. Your food is, the food has digested a bit and I know digestion is not at its best and not at its, at its peak when you're asleep because your body likes to really zone in and focus on either sleep or digestion. So often if you have had a binge and even if you do fall asleep, you might wake up throughout the night because, and that's why, because your body likes to either sleep or digest. And that's also why they say don't eat too late at night because it can affect your sleep. But in this instance, just go to sleep, sleep it off and you can start afresh. Because once we wake up, it does feel like we're starting anew. So, wake up and have your shower, brush your teeth, drink a hell of a lot of water. Not, don't over drink, drink as much as you can but comfortably. Or tea, I really recommend those teas. And do your own research about teas and herbs as well. I feel like we remember more when we do our own research rather than somebody tells us. So. I do invite you to do your own research about herbs and see what you can find. So when you wake up, like I said, have a shower, brush your teeth, get the hydration and the herbs in, eat a healthy meal, a healthy breakfast, you know, a really good breakfast is. Again, if you're feeling really heavy, have a lot of fruit. And I don't mean just a couple of pieces of fruit, have a, have a big fruit breakfast. 
There's a lot of electrolytes in that, a lot of anti-inflammatory effects, a lot of energy. I'll have porridge. Remember, the fibre keeps us full. Have some porridge. Put some seeds and nuts in there. Put some fruit in there. Cinnamon. Don't speak badly about yourself. You know, do some light exercise. Do some positive affirmations. And get on with your day. It has happened. And it's okay. It's okay that it's happened. You can now move forward. Now I know it is a lot easier said than done. I have been there. I understand. And I know you probably don't want to binge. And you don't want to be told what to do after a binge. You'd rather be told how to stop binging so it doesn't happen again. But like I said, the reality of it is, is that there is a possibility that you will binge again. And being able to accept yourself after that, especially when you haven't been able to accept yourself and love yourself regardless in the past, it is important to be able to take little steps in between until we get to that end goal of not binging again. Because it's not all or nothing, okay? It's not black and white. So when you do binge, you need to have a, um, oh, what's the word? Damage control. That is the word. It's doing damage control. And it's not because you've done anything wrong and you haven't damaged yourself. It's just, you know, it's just the term that's used. But I really, really do hope for you that you don't need to listen to this video again. Because this is the last binge that you ever have. I really, really hope that for you. But I also hope that if you do have a binge, you'll come back to this or you'll remember the things that I've said and you can take them on board and you can move forward. So I really do wish you well on your journey and I do hope to see you for the next episode which will hopefully not be as heavy as this and remember just please look after yourself mentally and emotionally and physically just all encompassing you know be good to yourself because you deserve it you truly honestly do no matter what you say to yourself I'm telling you you deserve to be kind to yourself at least at least be that one person who is kind to you because even if nobody else is you need to for yourself okay and that is the first step to recovery of many things not just binge eating so i do hope to see you in the next one and take care